We're live. Yo, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Prosper Performance Podcast. As usual, it's your host, Javian, here with my boy, Gabe. And we got a special, special EP, per usual. Uh, but this one's extra special, man, because we got our first guest on the show. Uh, we mm. got Brevin in the house. Uh, say what's up, Brevin. Say what's up to the people. Hey, what's oh. going on, everybody? Yes, sir. It's yeah. good, man. I got I got a podcast myself, so. Okay, for it's, sure. It's a natural environment for me. It feels good to be on the other side. I'm always introducing people, but hope everyone's hey, should... well. Hope everyone's grinding. Yes, mm. sir. Yeah, well, you should give a you, you should give a quick like background about like what you started and just like your socials and stuff. Yeah, definitely. Um, so I'm 23, originally from Littleton, Colorado. Um, I'd say I'm an entrepreneur, uh, hustler, photographer, creative. Um, so I started a community organization uh, a couple years back called Rise, Grind, Repeat, and that was like a motto. I've always, I mean, the grind, I guess, has always been something embedded into like me, my friends, and like our hustle. Um, so I wanted to take it to a next level and find something to put it behind and came up with Rise, Grind, Repeat. So what that is, is a community organization to inspire others um, to follow their passions and dreams despite anyone's judgment and to rise to the occasion, grind through the work and repeat that, that process day in and day out. Mm. Um, through that, just gained a lot of connections like these guys. Um, and grown also in my photography and multimedia and bringing that aspect of like marketing and digital into my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's a lot of what I've created and what I'm doing right now. Okay. That's what's up. That's what's fire. It's a lot. It's a lot I want to dissect with you today. It's a lot of different angles. I see I want to go where a lot of stuff. Um, but to start, first, I like how you said with no judgment. So I feel like a lot of people mm. deal with that when they, uh, you know, decide on a passion, decide to go into a thing. So really yeah. what I'm curious about is how you made the transition of, I could see that you in the creative background, photography, videography, in a creative space like that. So how did you take that leap to really make it a community aspect with the brand and just kind of walk us through that process a little bit of, you know, how you started with just being passionate on the creative side to now, wanting to impact others and the thoughts you were going through with that. Cause I know it could have been a lot of a, uh, you know, negative self-talk in the world that we live in. So that's where the judgment comes up and everything like that. So uh, I'd be fired to hear, to hear your perspective. So. Yeah. So I think for me, a lot of it was, I always kind of had that <clears throat> grind mentality in sports. I grew up playing okay. sports since I was six, um, football, basketball, lacrosse, okay. um, played all three sports all the way up until senior year of high school. Uh, I didn't play basketball, I guess, the last two years, but, you know, very active in that team mentality. Um, and that was my passion forever. Didn't really have a choice. Yeah. And then not not moving on to the next level of college um, is when I really started to, you know, figure out what's my passion, where's my niche, what do I want to do? And it was like a weird time uh, for me because my dad was kind of pushing for me to play sports pretty heavy, like, he was reaching out to schools for me, sending in my tape, sending in uh, like requests to different schools, trying to get them to look at me. And it kind of didn't feel like it was what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was really where I, I, I tackled the, like, yo, I, well, there needs to be an outlet for people that feel these pressures of like what doing what their parents want them to do or what they think is normal for society, societal norms just going through the motions and I was like, no, nah, like 
we all have our own grind. We all have our own passion. And like, I just want, I, I was like, I, I never saw a group where I felt like everyone could be a part of and feel open to, you know, following their passion, following their dream with, with no judgment and, and just attaching the grind to, to anything. Everyone's got their own grind. So I preach, you know, you hear everyone posts on their story, you know, rise and grind or mm. I'm on my grind. Um, and it's always different. It's like work, it's the gym, it's uh, cooking, it's photography, video, you know, it's endless. It's, it's what your passion is. So I really wanted to, I guess, have that community for everyone to feel a part of something. Cause I know for a while I was kind of feeling like I was just going the normal route or not the normal route, but like the, well, you know, what, I was doing what my parents wanted me to do. Yeah. I guess is a better mm. way to put it or what like I thought society would want me to do instead of just doing what I wanted to do. Yeah. And first making that switch can be uh, kind of scary because like you kind of feel alone. So yeah. I like the community aspect that you implementing because a lot of people, when they make that switch of kind of breaking the pattern and breaking the norm of like kind of waking up a little bit and see like, okay, is this really the path I'm going because of me or somebody else's projection? Then you snap out of it and like everybody's against it. And then now you're alone. So like, I really... I really mess with the community aspect. Yeah. You, go, you go through some of them thoughts as well? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I was definitely, I went through a lot of uh, anxiety, depression. Um, I was even, like, my freshman year of college, I was in my own dorm room by myself, which I thought at first was going to be cool. And then it, I later to, to find out, you know, I felt alone half the time, didn't, wasn't good at, like, branching out and, like, finding new friends or making new connections. Um, so I actually, like, ended up leaving school for a, whole, a full semester and kind of like regrouped back at home, figured out what I wanted to do. Um, and through that time is when a lot of the, the, you know, rise to the occasion, grind through the work, repeat the process. I was just like doing me, doing my thing. And that mentality really got me through like a, I guess a darker time mm -hmm. within just my, you know, anxiety, depression and helped me get out of that was that mentality. And then it was kind of like, I wanted to shed that light on everyone else. Mm -hmm. Fire. that's deep one thing i'll say too about um the power of brevin's like outreach so far has been like it's even it's impacted me in certain ways too like his ability to just be upfront in himself like to the major audience that pays attention to him mm -hmm. you know like that's that's still something i'm working on like with my own page like on my, on my social account like my business page i, I feel like it's gotten there but I think he does a really good job of like just straight up just not giving a fuck. And although it might not seem like that all the time, like he might not think like that all the time, it comes off like that. And that has a message. And um, sometimes like I found myself even like when I'm not in on my, I'm not on top of my shit and I'll see him like post a story or I'll see him post something and it kind of refreshes me and gets me right back, you know? So it's small things like that that I applaud him for because, and it's, it's it'll be at the most random times. Like it might be a Wednesday at like 3 PM. He posts something. I see it. I'm like, damn, like I probably needed that, you know, yeah. just small yeah. things like that. It's fire. Yeah. That big. I mean, I'm big on transparency. You know, I want anyone to see my like, social is so powerful and so many people see it. I want to make sure when people do see it and then when they meet me, it's not like, damn, he's mm. not who I thought he was. Mm. It's just like, oh shit, he's even doper than, like, <laughs> than, than I thought he was on his social. Like so I just try to bring that authenticity, <laughs> transparency. So and if people don't, you know, if they don't like me or don't rock with me off seeing my social, then it's like, cool. 
Yeah. yeah. Time. One less person you have to worry about. Yeah. yeah. It's like, this is who I am. And if y'all don't like that, then keep moving because we're going to keep making connections. That's mm. powerful. That's powerful. And I really want to tap into that. So like, you know, for the audience watching, you're tuned in to the number one show on how to become your best version. So we try to keep it real tactical, real practical on the show on figuring out mm. stuff. And one of the messages I rock with, we're going to dive into each aspect of rise, grind, and repeat because I really like the whole mantra and there's Definitely. different stuff that's tap into there. But to start, rise to the occasion. That's fire. And to me, you being transparent and authentic on social media and always yourself and, you know, just trying to provide value and be positive, you feel me? That's rising to the occasion. Like, it takes something out of you to do that. And you're just yeah. ar- rising to who you think you should be. So it's like, um, yeah, it's just like, where does that part come from to where, like, you feel like you got to give back to the people, like, you rise into a certain calling a little bit? Is that kind of where it's... Yeah, I mean, I think it's the what is it the definition or like what i put behind rise has changed um mm. when i first started i would definitely say like in my head it was like waking up early it was you know being the sunrise you know you rising up like yeah. i was waking up at 6 30 every morning going to the gym with the homie and for a while actually people kind of were attaching rise grind repeat to like the gym okay. and that, that was something i pushed heavy was like i post on my story every day like we are not a fitness page. Like <laughs> this is, this is not about, this is way bigger. You know, Deeper. the grind isn't pushing weights. It's, it's yeah. way more than that. Um, so for a while, like the rising part to me, I think was just like waking up every day, simple, you know, that, that part of just being blessed, waking up, rising up. And then it kind of, I guess, got deeper than that. Like you were saying, and me and me, me and my uh, business partner, when we kind of, we're looking into like our mission statement, our message, what's our motto. You know, we kind of like the rise of the occasion because it's more like inclusive of like Mm -hmm. of everyone instead of just waking up. Um, You know, everyone's got their different grind, like we said. So you got to rise to the occasion in in different aspects. Yeah. Um, You know, if I'm about to play a football game, I got to rise up. I got to be mentally ready, physically ready. You know, you get in a different headspace opposed to, I'm going to work. Um, I'm going to do a test. You know, you got to study differently, rise to the occasion mm. differently. Um, so it's almost like being situationally aware of how you have to rise to the occasion too. Yeah. Mm. I think something that's deep for you too is the, the original definition of your rise. At least my five cents is I wouldn't even lose touch of that yet because like think of how many people, and this was myself at the time too, like, Ooh, it was difficult for them to even rise out of bed. Yeah. You know, like, I, I think that it's dope that you've changed and evolved. And like, that's what we're supposed to do. Right. But like, obviously don't forget where you came from too, because like, bro, we take, we take it for granted. Like if you get out of bed and you wake up, bro, like you were already on top of the day. Now it's just a matter of capitalizing off that. You know what I mean? 100%. So it's like, that's why I fuck with you so much like that is because it's like acknowledging like the evolution and like the change that's growth. Right. And also just holding to account, like, yo, I did start at this point. Like some people, some people might, might not even be on that, on that wave yet of like being able to get surprised to the occasion. Like they're just struggling to get out of bed. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I like how your message and your motto, like can apply to a lot of different audiences. It's not just like tailored to the entrepreneurs who are getting up and like, are not struggling with that. You know, like it also tailors to the mentally, 
people who are dealing with mental health and like not able to get up, not able to have that, that confidence and that ability to go out and pursue their goals. So like the way that you've, you've programmed that and set that up is genius because it's just multi-directional. You know, there's so many people who can be, who can take that in their own way. Mm-hmm. And a heavy, yeah. a, a heavy bar I had heard in there when you was talking, brother, was uh, you said, wake up and like, you realize that you're blessed. And like, that's a, that's a whole nother thing too. Like once you wake up, you could be in a state of like, dang, another day, another day of this bullshit, I got this job, whatever, whatever, whatever. But yeah. if you just go at it with a different perspective, you like, all right, let's go. Like, you know, I woke up, like I'm, you know, it's a whole different yeah. shift thing. Set the whole tempo for the rest of your day. Yeah, a lot, a lot of that stems from uh, me and my business partner. He just kind of implementing uh, gratitude. Yeah. You know, that, that was big on it. It's just like being grateful for the little, like, you know, for waking up, for all the things we have, roof over our head, like, and, and for a while, I didn't think like that. But then living with uh, my homie, you know, just being in a pro- all the product of my environment, I was around him all the time, where I'd catch myself being like, damn, that's a beautiful sunset. Like, yeah. we're, we're fucking, like, we're blessed. Like, it just sounds almost like, I don't know, kind of cliche, but to me, it's like, those little things are like, those those mental reps is what, like, gets mm. my, my brain to be into that mindset of, like, positive thinking, gratitude. Um and that just keeps me up. Yeah. Damn. You got some game. So I, got I just bro that that hit a lot. Like, yeah. It's because we get we get so lost in like the day to day stuff, and this is myself included too. Like, I'm a victim of this. Where obviously we get naturally overwhelmed with so many things. Like sometimes we don't take that time to like really process where we are and be thankful for that moment. You know. Yeah. Like yeah. That that gratitude has got to stay consistent. This, if you want longevity in this, mm-hmm. got a bar to drop on you too. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> that. Um, I like this mindset of that I've been in. Um, big is, and it kind of helps me reflect on myself. Is we teach what we need most. And I'll say that again. Like mm. we, so we we teach, you know, we preach, and <laughs> everything <so> <laughs> everything we're telling to everyone. Like there's something inside of us that like we're saying it for a reason because we need that in ourselves just as much as we're trying to provide it for others that's the you first know, so, time i've ever heard that that's a bar that's heavy okay um, you know so all <laughs> this most. all this positive mindset all this stuff i am preaching like i need that the most because like i know i do deal with anxiety depression you know uh ruin, like ruminating in my head and overthinking so like all this stuff i am preaching i'm preaching it because i need it like I need to verbalize it, put it out there to like remind myself sometimes. Mm. As you said that it resonated with what you said before you was like of just putting in the reps. Cause like sometimes that's what it be. Like we hear these messages, it really hits home it really hits truth. But then we get back into our day to day. We forget about it, get back into old habits and stuff like that. So what I found super powerful was just like, like you said, putting in the reps, brainwashing yourself with this positivity. Cause then it's just going to, you know, start happening in your life. When you just hear it once, you can't just hear shit once and think it's going to work. Like, yeah. You got to keep, and that's kind of where, you know, we transition now to like grinding through the process. Like that's the process, like yeah. the reps. So let's talk about, let's talk about the reps. Let's talk about the grind. Let's talk about, Yeah, the big thing I took from you there is uh, <clears throat> part of like the process is like what you're consuming day to day. And that's digitally, physically, like food, um, 
conversations, all that. So like the big thing I remember I did one day was like unfollowed a bunch of like meme pages on my phone. I think I follow like two or three now that are just like, it doesn't like blow up my feed, but like I, I am on my phone a lot. I'm aware of that. I'm on social media. Um, so then where I took it was like, I got to make sure the content I am consuming is predominantly bringing value. Uh, of course I have mm-hmm. like friends, family, and there's stuff I see that isn't always the best, but a lot of the pages, I guess I would say I do follow or like people I look up to, I value. Um, and it's just bringing positive energy into my feed. Even that's just what I'm consuming at all times. So like just knowing that self-awareness, um, that I am going to be on my phone it's who I am. I'm not trying to cut down my screen time, but if I am going to be on the screen, it's like, what am I consuming? Mm. So that, that's that's a big, a big that's part a bar. Mm-hmm. that was social. I guess that's a way to put it into some like social media and looking at a digital side of it. Mm-hmm. That main thing you said. Yeah. I mean, meme pages. Um, I don't know, for like, I followed a bunch of sneaker pages. I'm a sneaker head. So it's like mm. just a bunch of shoes. I mean, yeah, it's cool. But I mean, it wasn't really bringing too much to me. What's your grail? What's, right. the, what's the grail sneaker? What's mine? Yeah. Ooh. That's kind of tough. I'm going to give you two. You get two. <laughs> Grails. I'm a big, I'm honestly like generic big fan of the, the Jordan 1s. Okay. I don't really have a specific like colorway. Okay. I guess, but I just love like the silhouette of that shoe. Yeah. Like I love how much they've done with it too. And then yeah. also, uh, it's a steak. I guess, I don't know, bro. I have, I have a lot. Yeah. I'm just, I was about to say, I don't, it's hard to narrow the Give me one more. Give me one more. I need one more. Probably 97s. Okay. Air Max. Mm. okay. Air, I can, let's, let's say Air Maxes. I, I got, I'm trying to collect like one of every model of an Air Max. You know, the ones, the 90s, 270s, uh, 97s, 98s. The plus. Those are like some of the ones I have now. So, okay. Definitely oh. been a big Air Max guy. Javen, what are yours? Grails. Um, Ah, hey, put me on the spot. I ain't even. I ain't know it's gonna be flipped <laughs> on me. Uh, right, right now, off the top, uh, I really need a pair of True Blue threes. I was kind of mm. mad I didn't get them when they retroed them, uh, but I still need a pair of True Blue threes. And Nick has some too. Yeah, he do got them. Um, yeah, I got a problem too. Like, I worked at the Nike store for like a year, and then I've been blessed that. I got one of my aunts uh, works at the headquarters. Oh, yeah, so I've yeah. gotten to like go out uh, there and like shop at the employee store or like I just struggle to pay like full price. Yeah. Mm. I'm just like, I've been so <laughs> like hooked up with employee discount and working there. Where I'm like, I can't go on StockX and drop 500 <laughs> on some shoes. Like, nah. It's too yeah. much, bro. It is. Uh, but yeah, what's that second pair? What up? I said, what was that second pair real quick? Second one. Uh, Yeezy, the first when he went to Nike. Um, mm. Not the red Octobers, but the, the black and green colorway, the first. Yeah, ever. I was about to say, yeah. The, yeah. the platinums. Yeah, yeah. Different. Yeah. Yes, Brett, what were you saying? I was going to say, back to the grind. <laughs> yeah, back it. to it. <laughs> no, back yeah, to it. Because that's what it's a – that's what it's about, you feel me? Because, like, 
I know we was uh, chopping it earlier this week. I was dealing with some allergies and shit. Fell off from the gym for three days, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, just didn't go. Um, yeah. And it was kind of like a, a mental thing in my head. I'm like, waking up, should I go to the gym? Bullshit and really thought about it. Like, if you're thinking about going to the gym, you might as well go to the gym. And that's kind of like one of my MOs is like, go when I feel sick. But I kind of I kind of feel like, you know, it helped. I was listening to my body and stuff like that. But it's kind of yeah. like that thin line of like, you know, grinding through some shit or mm-hmm. listening to your body and knowing when to rest and knowing when to stop, knowing when you're putting too much. But that's the one. What's that thin line? Like, how do you, how, how do you kind of navigate with that, bro? Um, I guess I've definitely had struggles with that. Yeah. Mm. Or gay. I feel like you wanted to chime in. No, nah, yeah, I'll let him talk first. Okay. I'd say if anything, like, <clears throat> I sometimes, like, just grind, grind, grind to where I burn myself out. Um, And then it kind of puts me sometimes off track for, like, a couple days. Maybe it feels like a couple weeks. Mm. Um, Like, definitely, I would say I'm in that kind of area right now with photography. Like, I was, I was booking people for a while. Um, stuff felt like it was flowing. Quit my job at Nike. Was super confident. Like, yo, I'm going to start booking people. I'm going to do this. Um, to where, like, that motivation kind of dropped off. And I found myself just, like, not doing anything, not creating. Um, so I even made a post the other day. I mean, like, two days ago, I was like, yo, I'm feeling, like, back in my creative bag a little bit. want to start shooting with people. Would you all want to see more photos of me? Try to, like fill people out, boost engagement. Um, but also then just like realizing with myself, like I was in a funk for a while um, mm-hmm. and then getting back on that grind. My like Gabe's definitely been a help to that. I was just telling him like, yo, it was dope to be on that field, just even out there shooting. Like I wasn't playing mm-hmm. football. It was a whole different aspect, but it was just like cool to be in that environment again, working with someone, mm-hmm. uh, doing my craft and him also blessing of just being like, yo, I trust you. Like, these are the couple of things I want, but it wasn't like controlling of where I felt like pressure. I was just like doing me shooting, mm-hmm. taking photos. It's in my creative space. And I love that it allows me to kind of just like do what I'm good at yeah. <laughs> instead of you trying to curate. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was super happy that they came you. out. Yeah. No, they were fire, bro. They were really fire. That was when I told them too, like those were some of the best pictures I got. So that's that's definitely big respect for that, and I appreciate that because that goes a long way for me too. Like just that whole game. Um, I wanted to quickly chime in. I didn't mean to, did I cut you off? No. Oh, okay. I wanted to chime in quick about what we we're talking about with uh, finding that fine line between like when do you rest versus when do you listen to your body. And I think it's it's cool you pointed that out, Javian, because this is something I've been going back and forth with for like the last year, bro. Um. And at least just to give you like what I what I figured out and like what I kind of enjoyed is I started to give myself like three weeks, like going like all at it, you know, like and that includes like two to three days of running as well as the gym four or five days a week. And then taking a week where it's like a lot more recovery based, like maybe I might get a light lift in, but like nothing too crazy. Mm-hmm. And I found that as I've gone on that schedule then I've, I've started to have a lot more energy these, these last three, those three weeks after that week, that slower week. And it's consistent. I all really, what I crave is consistency and longevity within my work, within like workouts and stuff like that, you know, cause I don't want to be where I'm like 50 and I can't move anymore, mm-hmm. you know? 
So, I, and I'm, you know, this too, like I'm a routine based guy. So I try and stick to that when I find it and I haven't figured it all out yet. I'm still kind of testing the water, but what I've kind of found is that that's a good base for me, but there also comes to where like, if you don't listen to your body, it might end up hurting you in the long run. Yeah. So something that I would, something that, that like, if I had your situation, Jamie, in the way I would handle it, and this is just me, I'm not telling you how to act. I would just, if I were to go to the gym, if I was sick, I would probably limit it to, I'll, okay, I'm just going to hit the sauna or I'm just going to hit the steam room. You know what I mean? Yeah. Some were like, you're still somewhat getting a sweat on, <clears throat> you're leaving feeling better mm-hmm. and you're not like killing yourself. You know what I mean? Because it comes to a point where it's like, how much work am I really getting done? You know what I mean? Yeah. So just keeping in play, like quality of work and like the quality that you're putting forward versus like, is this even helping me in the long run? You know? Yeah. I like that. So, I like that. I want to touch on two yeah. things on what both of y'all said. You can go ahead, Brad, real quick. Yeah. Would y'all say your quality over quantity? Early on, I was, I was quantity over quality. But as I've like kind of tried to establish myself, and I think I've like somewhat did that so far, I would it would turn to quality a little bit more, but the quantity is still in effect, at least for me personally. Yeah. And what aspect is like what we talk about? Yeah, I just need. I was in general, I guess. Like, do you, yeah. do you like the quality in things over like the amount? Yeah. You know, I mean, it can be looked at a hundred different aspects. I guess yeah. I'll just speak in more general, broadly. Yeah. I say, like, right now, my first instinct was, like, the quality, but I did hear a bar where it was, like, quantity leads to quality. So mm. it's, like, the more you have a sum, the more you can sift through and really figure out what's the quality in it. So it's, like, that goes with creating content. Like, you know, a lot of people think, okay, should I create less content to make it more fire or whatever like that? Yeah. It's, like, the quantity, the more you do, the more that's going to lead to quality. So, like. First initial reaction, quality, but like that was a bar I had heard. Um, yeah, so I, I like that. Prince Donnell on Instagram. I like to give people their flowers. So oh, <laughs> I'm big on that. I love giving credit words too. Yes, sir. But no, um, a big thing I wanted to touch on on both of y'all, which I said was Gabe. Um, I did notice coming back from that, like my last two gym sessions have been, you know, I've been a lot stronger. Like I'm pushing weight that I didn't wasn't able to push, you know, the previous week because I was just like at it, not really giving myself any rest, you know, the six days a week for the last couple months. So mm-hmm. it's like coming back with that, you know, because it was a Sunday I didn't go to because I never go on Sunday. So that's like four or five days, just like complete rest. So coming back, I was just a lot stronger and just like, you know, really saw the um, the value in resting and, you know, coming back and that just, you know, can kind of trickle down into a lot of different things. And also, Brad, what I'm really picking up off you and kind of what you keep alluding that is how you really, you know, constructed this environment of success for yourself. Like you speak big on environment and like the different people and how it's had the impact. And I think just hearing you talk about it so much, I've kind of been taking it for granted. I feel like I'm just like, you know, like you said, you went to the field and just that, just going to the field got you back in that state. It's nothing that you had to do. You feel me? It was just like the environment. So that's, fire i just wanted to like you know touch on that kind of what I'm yeah up. i'm big on that i mean and that's <laughs> honestly stemmed from just like my dad like growing up he was always telling me like mm. where it stemmed he, he told me like you are who you surround yourself with mm. so that was big i always was big on like who are my friends who am i hanging out with mm. um not for the fact of like 
do I enjoy my time with them? But like, how, how does other people perceive us outside, you know, this group? Mm. What's our image as a whole? Mm. Um, it's heavy, boys. And then I've also just loved like the people I have like surrounded myself with. I've just tried to curate them to be like supportive, loving, respectful. Um, and a lot of these friendships I, I've had for years, like elementary school, and like we're still day to day talking. Uh, living with each other um you know there's never really been a big bash like big collision because it's just always been like love and support and almost like a family that's what's up mm. that's what's up so i've been big like i'd rather have 10 homies like that i can ride with that will always be there than i mean 40 you know mm-hmm. i definitely say I, I know a lot of people um i can go out and it's like oh man how you doing like i know that guy over there but I mean, knowing people is different from actually like having a relationship with them and like seeing what value you bring to them and what value they bring to you with like no mm-hmm. intentions of like getting anything in return. Mm-hmm. Mm. So any, I like that. That's time. big. Any, any advice on forming those type of relationships uh, organically? Because um, I know a lot of people, I personally, you know, uh, back in school, you know, Again, back to what we talked about in the beginning of the convo, felt alone, stuff like that, not really knowing where these type of circles are and how to get people on the same page and have that positive energy. So any uh, advice you could give people on just like cultivating those type of relationships and make, you know. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think a big part of it is just like being open to meeting new people. I think I wasn't for a while either. I got so comfortable in in my group in my shell um with the with the same guys i had where like i wasn't really open to like accepting new friends almost mm. or like mm. if we were to meet some someone like i always left like a i was created a boundary you know like well i, I rock with these guys i don't know if we're letting others in mm. like that was kind of my mentality where then you know i started to see some of my friends uh create new relationships and new friendships where it was like, damn, like this, this guy's pretty dope. They've been like, I'm actually getting to know him a little bit. Um, and I see all my friends kind of branching out meeting new people where I was like, I, I need to do that for myself. Yeah. Um, I'm just sitting here like kind of being comfortable. And I think a big part of it is there was this YouTube channel we watched called Yes Theory. I don't know if y'all have heard of them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're big on like promoting the message of just like yes getting out of your comfort zone and like their clothing brands called seek discomfort okay and damn that that that's what stuck with me right there was that message of like seeking discomfort so like i really tried to like get out of my comfort zone go out more meet new people um and also just not be quiet i've always been a shy guy kind of stood yeah. back in the room i'll sound gay but i'd more like analyze the room uh at the party opposed to like going up to everyone, shaking their hand, introducing myself. I was always a big, like, listener, observer, where I was, like, kind of to a point where, like, yo, I'm trying to go meet people, trying to go get mine. Um, and there's a – I guess got to the point where, like, there is a lot of good people out there. It's just a matter of, like, getting to know them. Because sometimes when you get to meet new people, you're meeting who they're trying to portray to be in a big group, a big crowd, yeah. you know. And then you go <laughs> have a one-on-one with this person, and it's like, yo you are way different than i ever thought like mm-hmm. i can level with you on a lot of different areas um you know, we should hang out more stuff like that 
Mm-hmm. So like also getting that one-on-one time with people mm-hmm. opposed to like just hanging out with the crowd. Cause I know like even a lot of my friends and myself sometimes are influenced around certain people. Mm-hmm. You know, when I'm around certain friends, like I'm more in, I'm more susceptible to like do some crazier things or like go party or, you know, I'm part of that, like I said, it's environment. Yeah. Like who you're surrounding yourself with. No, know, sure. that, that touched on your some of the topics you were like woman. Oh yeah, for sure. All, all around, I feel like a little bit, but I appreciate it. that's how that's how we roll. That's how we roll. And like yeah, I've struggled with that majority of my life too. So like just to touch on it, like on some of the stuff that's kind of worked for me is becoming more confident in myself. So then I'm not seeking the validation from other people. So now yes. I'm, when I go talk to people, I could just be authentic me. And then it's like, if they're dope, they're going to fuck with me too. Cause yep. you know, we on the same vibe. If they not messing with me, then they're lost type thing. And I ain't trying to be arrogant or cocky or nothing like that. No. It's just, you get secure like yourself. Like you yeah. just said, it's confident. It's not arrogant or cocky. Yeah. That's just confident in yourself. Yeah. So it's like, that's, you know, just one thing that's helped me out um, in those type of situations. I'm the same way, shy, you know, back at the party, just chilling, thinking yeah. I'm being cool, but really I'm just being insecure if we keep them in the stack. So like, yeah, yeah, that was me. <laughs> and I was always, I think a big, I talked about this with Gabe a little um, at lunch <clears throat> the other day was, uh, and you, you just said it too, like finding that internal validation, you know? I think that's big. Like we're always looking to flex on Instagram, uh, get these likes and always have external validation from everyone. Like you want to hear you look nice instead of just looking in the mirror and being like, yeah, I fucking look nice. Um, You know, and having that internally um, and that confidence has definitely brought a lot to me. Um, Like once I, I've been back in the gym, like a big thing for me was, I guess, body image, you Mm -hmm. know, like, I've lost like 50 pounds in like the past eight months. Like I've I've been skinnier too than I am now, but like I'm the most confident I've ever been with myself now, whether that's just going up and speaking to people, um, meeting new people, just like a fool. Like I feel like I carry it in every aspect of my Mm -hmm. life right now. Mm -hmm. That confidence that was built through like my internal validation, Mm -hmm. wanting to love myself before, putting that energy out to anyone else. Mm-hmm. I think that's, that's huge. huge. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, so I, I want to ask a like, question. Yeah, let's hear it. No, it was for you too, Brevin. Um, yeah. What are, some, what are some ways that you, what are some things you've done or used to help um, expand that internal val- validation? Like obviously it's the gym, stuff like that. But like, how so are you talking to yourself? How so are you, like, do you reflect on your purpose a lot? Are you reflecting on, like, what are you looking on? Like, what do you do to yeah, boost that up? I look a lot at, like, my why. Like, I always, I've always, it's like a question I've asked myself since I was a kid, you know? Like, I would always just bug my parent, like, why? Why is this happening? Why do we have to go here? Like, why am I doing this? So, like, I always kind of asked myself that question, but never, like, seeked the answers. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, done, like, that deep why. mental work. Yeah. So, like, I, probably like a year ago, I was just like reading this book, um, Simon Sinek, Find Your Why. Uh-huh. Um, and there's another one I, I was reading called uh, Jay Shetty's book, like Training Your Mind for Purpose and Passion. Um, mm-hmm. And a lot of that, like I was, I was finding similar connections into like purpose and your why. So like a lot of 
what I was attaching was like, why am, um, like, why did I want to lose weight? Uh, for a while I was doing it honestly, because my ex broke up with me. It was like a revenge thing. Um, you know, so I was like, all right, now I got to reanalyze. Why am I doing this? Because I'm not happy with the way I look in the mirror, you know, and then it like goes even deeper. And then it's like, okay, well then why am I not happy with the way I look in the mirror? It's, it's like, because I put on this weight, um, my, my body image, I'm not happy with myself in that sense. And then after finding that why, it's like, what actions can I now apply um, to conquering these things? So it was like, you know, I, I finally found that deep, that deep meaning, you know, I came down to the root of, I was in the gym because I wasn't happy with my body image, mm-hmm. you know, and that was my why. So then like the actions for that were getting in the gym, eating right um, and doing that kind of stuff. So I think just like really breaking down your purpose and your why can help you, and help I think you this, navigate and find those things. I think this would be huge for for people. Is it true that once you started taking those actions toward a healthier you based on your why, you started feeling better right then? You didn't have to wait to the to the to the end of the journey to the 50 pounds lighter is it true that or maybe i'm lying and it took a little bit of time to you know really build I think up it took time okay and, and, and i like to go back onto everything <clears throat> we kind of talked about today i think it took repetition Far. you know like i couldn't go to the gym once a week to lose weight mm-hmm. you know i i had to i had to put in the reps and like consistency i think what was yeah, what was big for me is once I just like started to fall in love with the routine and the process. Um, and then obviously too, like I took, you know, pictures and notes of my, my progress too. Mm-hmm. You know, so day one, when I looked at myself, I'm like, yeah, I'm taking the picture. I was 280 pounds, yeah. um, you know, wrote down like how it made me feel, mm-hmm. um, all that to where then a month down the line when I'm weighing 265 I'm mm-hmm. like, damn, fuck, like just a month ago, I was yeah. 15 pounds heavier, you know, and then like yeah. another month goes by and I'm like 250. And I remember like myself grabbing 15 pound dumbbells in each hand, walking on the treadmill, being like, I used to walk around every day like this, mm. you know, and like yeah. this was just my normal weight. And then, you know, dropping those and being like, and now this is like what it's like to walk around. That motivated me to drop more weight. Um, but it's like that, that consistency seeing results and like I said like falling in love with the process like yeah. was big because like I still hear from people today like you look great from like eight months ago and I saw you all this and like I don't feel the sense of like, yeah. like I don't feel like, like reward like rewarding or like I've accomplished anything I'm like I'm not even close to where I want to be yeah. like Back. I still want to keep going like and a big thing I guess the guy at the gym even put on to me uh, the owner was like dude, you're never going to be happy. Like you're always going to want to work for more in the sense, not, not, I guess not be happy, but like you're always going to want more for your body, you know? So you're not going to always going to be satisfied. You know, he was like, I've done physique, all this, I'm 55. You know, I was at my biggest. I thought I was the meanest monster. He's like, I got up there, didn't win the event and it like crumbled him. Mm. You know, it was almost humbling. And then like a mm. part of it too was like, this is a forever game. I, I was saying that to Gabe too like this this whole whatever you're battling whatever you're doing whatever you're maneuvering through like it's forever like life's a forever game um so it's like just taking what 
taking what hits you, you know, just like this is your game. Everyone's is different. Um, but you're always going to be trying to find balance, finding a way to work through this game, finding new strategies. Um, so, yeah, I think that, that was big. The biggest word in there is your, your game. It's not yeah. your mom's game. It's not your dad's game. It's not your cousin's game. It's not your best friend's game. It's your yeah. game, your game to figure out. You know, Master. Navigate. Yeah. yeah, I talked about that game, too. It's like the comparison, bro. Our our generation and our era right now of media allows you to compare to people so much, mm-hmm. whether you're on, on their page, seeing what they're doing on the weekend. Um, this person's in Mexico. This person is ripped. I wish I had their body. Like and people are always comparing and it's just like, I, I don't know. I've been big on just like, you know, we are all in our own race, even with my homies. Like I'm not in a competition with any of y'all of who can, make more money, secure job, do this, do that. It's just like, I've been trying to show love and support for what everyone's doing in every Absolutely. aspect. Cause like none of us live the same life. None of us have the same things at all. You know, mm-hmm. we all have different problems, different values, different hurts, different ups. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. there's no reason to compare. Like we might as well just like love and support each other. Where do you think that come from? The comparison, the, the negative um, comparison because i like to be inspired i like to compare and inspire yeah. and get inspired but it's like it's also jealousy you know, i can yeah so yeah like, i think you're right there i mean jealousy is a lot of it um mm-hmm. you know or you you see celebrities you know, like you want that Fear. you know everybody it's like do you want that or like do you know the work that they put in to get there like do you or mm. do you want that actually Mm-hmm. So that's a big thing I too it. I talked about with my therapist um, you know I would always be looking at people like damn I wish I had a six pack I had this and he's like you can my therapist always telling me he's like you can he's like don't be jealous of them having it he's like be jealous of the work they put in to get that so mm. he's like that person's probably at the gym every morning they're probably eating right so he's like that's mm. what you need to be jealous of I'm like damn I need to be eating better I need to be going to the gym more because I can have that. Yeah. Facts. I got to add on to this big time. Cause I was just preaching about this uh, like last week in a big rant. Um, bro, this is the definition right here of life. What you just said, this is a, a, really of our society currently. Like look at how like, uh, and Grant Cardone touched on this too in that two times book, look at how our society is formed and how our, our society has shaped us into like how it tries to funnel us into like the average way, the average everything, like comfort, fitting in with the crowd, right? And this is why celebrities and all that stuff get so much hate, bro, is because all these people, I call them the 99 percenters, the average people get jealous of the one percenters because they themselves were not able to do the work and they didn't want to do the work and they were dodging the work because they didn't want to be uncomfortable. And I was just telling this, like, I really try, like, us three, I consider us one percenters in that aspect. Like, financially, we might not be there yet. I'm not speaking for anyone, but, like, mentally, we are in that zone of, like, understanding that the people, the, the reason why there's hate and we, the reason why people talk shit about stuff is because they are frustrated with their own selves and, like, they're always playing the, the what if game or they're living in high school. They're like, oh, well, yeah, well, I was doing this or I wish I, I could have done this. Like, it's the coulda, shoulda, woulda, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. when it's like there cannot be any excuses like it takes self-ownership it takes reflections of yourself awareness we always touch on it it takes things like that to really get to the top and to get to where you want 
And the people who aren't willing to do that and aren't willing to make those sacrifices, whether it's social events or things within themselves, those are the ones who are always left at the bottom who are talking shit about everyone else who are climbing to the top. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's, and that's, that's really heavy. <laughs> Look, Mike, I, mean, <laughs> I mean, bro, I, it's been it's been low key, uh, not not angering me, but like I've been paying attention to it because I'm seeing like it's tough because. I see like a lot of guys, and I was talking to Brevin about this. I was, t- I see a lot of people like spending every single weekend that there is like going out, you know, like getting fucked up, spending the entire Saturday, Sunday, like spending half their paycheck, you know what I mean, on weekends. And that's fine. Like that's their way of life. But it seems to me like those are always the same people who are, who are looking and they're like, oh, wow, I wish I would have done this. I wish I would have actually followed something I loved. You know what I mean? They're the ones waiting for Friday to come. Like I, I, yeah. I try and live every single day like the weekend. You know, because when we spend all these time, all that time wishing for the weekend consistently throughout our weeks, you're going to be 70 and be like, what the fuck have I done with my life? Like, what have I yeah. actually done with myself? You know, like if you haven't left this earth with a mark that you've made personally, like what the hell are we here for? You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. I, I, this, this makes me passionate, bro, because it's like, I don't want to say it, but it's like, it's almost like it's a waste of space. Like, <laughs> and I, I mean that, like, I mean that obviously like with a grain of salt, but yeah, and, and it's not like that for everyone, but like, were we not put on this place to do something? You know what I mean? And obviously there's situations for each person. Like there's limitations for people and for certain people and things like that. I'm trying to take that into account, but like for the people who straight up have it and don't do anything with it, like, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, what are we doing? And I try, I'm trying not to ju- so that, you, you got it. You got it. Finish real quick. I, I like, I'm trying not to generalize any of that stuff because I know everyone has their own situations, but like for the people who have like some, some type of resource or some type of funnel that's going to them that they're not taking advantage of and that they're not like trying to use to the best of their ability, like for what, like, what are you doing? You know? And I get frustrated and it sounds like very harsh coming out, but I'm trying to take into account too, like mental health and all that stuff as well. But I also do think that, like, if people aren't willing to get their feet on the ground, like, when? Like, when will that happen? You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the biggest thing I'd say from that is just not to put your energy into those people. Yeah. You know? Like, if yeah. it's to that point, it's like, it's almost like uh, letting the sad kid make you sad. Yeah. I care too you much, know? man. You know? Yeah. And so, like, just to, to shift that onto yourself. You know, what what mm. actions can I do today and my thought processes to make sure I'm not that. Yeah. Instead right. of like letting letting their actions and that other people not wanting to strive for what you want, like eat you up and get you angry. Yeah. Right. Because they're 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 beating you at that point. Right. Right. I think I think a big reason why I, I start to feel like this is because I encounter a lot of athletes who are somewhat like this. And um it's frustrating because and this is a flaw of mine. Like I'm upfront about it. Like I care too much about sometimes people, especially in this aspect of high schoolers and like athletes, like I probably put too much care and too much time into certain people that I shouldn't be because I see something in them that they don't, they don't even see in themselves. You know what I mean? And because yeah. I, I place myself in their shoes and I'm like, I understand what it feels like to be in that spot. And it becomes like, sometimes it's hard for me to be like, for me to communicate to them. Like, yo, I get this. 
if you do this one thing, like you, I promise you, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that also yeah. just comes mm-hmm. with them with them having to learn on their own. And that's where I'm, I'm learning is like, yo, everyone's timing is different. Like they're not going to be, they're not going to learn this way. They're going to have to learn on their own with their own fuck up. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Which is frustrating because obviously as a coach, like I have that instinct where it's like, I'm trying to help you. Like I want to help you in a way that I can, you know, almost to the point sometimes where it's like, it's too much, you know, where it's like, if someone reaches out to me at 11 o'clock at night, and I'm like, I'm done with work and I'm done with stuff. I feel the need where I'm like, I got to hit him up. I got to be, there. you know what I mean? Yeah. Cause like, I just, yeah. Like I, at time, like most times, like I put it over my own life, like what I'm doing. And so, yeah, so that's just really something I'm working on that, that I'm, I'm not solid with yet. I, but. I got a question for you. Um, hmm. I guess in the sense of like you're saying with those athletes, do you think, do you ever try to approach them at times as not an athlete, like uh, mm-hmm. what you're trying to get to them? Because I mean, a lot of times, I mean, some of these guys aren't going to go on to play, you know, and there's going to yeah. be a lot of lessons you could teach them, you know, that is outside of sports in general. It's just life, you know, or maybe right. like trying to word it to them. Like, yo, aside from football, like everything in life brings repetition, you know, it, mm. like this is like, you're going to practice this now for, like, would you rather lose the game or like lose a job down the line, you know, or maybe trying to approach it in a different aspect? Because maybe some of these kids shit aren't even like I've heard you actually say, it, you know, some of them aren't out there because they want to be out there. It's like their parent or it's maybe like some of those uh, outside noises and stressors of like, you know, my dad really wants me to play. That's the only reason I'm here. But they, they're not going to say that. So like trying right. to connect with them on different levels, you know, of like putting real life examples and like taking it outside of football. I think that's a big that's thing. Deep. Like my football coach did was, and he preached was I create, I create strong young men, which creates strong football players. Mm. You know, mm. so a lot of what he tried to teach us was like, I want to teach you how to be a good person, a good man, a good fucking human being, which will lead to being a good player, you know, mm. cause like athletics is almost, there's a point where a lot of it's just like natural, you know, you're, some people are just naturally athletic. Right. Like, so it's like just diversifying that, you know, he's like, I'm just trying to create young men and that will domino into good players. Mm-hmm. And then once they do leave, whether they choose to, you know, go on with football or go on with this, like there's a lot of things I could pull of like what life lessons I took out of football and like of being a good Love person that. and like, I, I, don't know, I, I took a lot away from football. I feel from my experience that didn't even do a football. Uh-huh. Mm. I love that a ton, bro. That's big. I appreciate that. Yeah. And, and like my biggest takeaway from just like this whole conversation that, you know, last five minutes, I'll say is just like <clears throat> belief systems. Like it really boils down to belief systems and what you believe. Like, just like how you were saying, um, Brevin, before everything switched, when you realized like it was possible for you to, you know, get the six pack. Like when I said, you could have it too. I saw yeah. the switch. I saw the switch. It go like that. So like, I feel oh, yeah. like that's what a lot of times it be for people. They just think that stuff is not attainable. Like I talk to people like, don't you have dreams? Don't you have go? Oh yeah. That's just fairy tale stuff. Oh, that just only happens in the movies. Like, bro, if you believe that literally anything's possible, imagine what you know could actually manifest in your life so it's like i think Mm -hmm. you know shifting the belief system you know is like a huge focus of mine just with 
anything I do online or a message or any value I'm trying to give people is just like, you could do it. It's like, that's what really inspires me hearing the, hearing the Eric Thomas who said he was homeless and used to eat out of trash cans and now he's the biggest motivational speaker in the world. Hearing that type of stuff, like anything, Muggsy Bogues, five, three plays in the NBA. Anybody could go to the NBA. At that point, he's five, three. I mean, you might not yeah. be, Le- you might not be LeBron, but you can make it to the league. Like yeah. if you put in the work, you know, it might not be your best move if you calculate in your life. Like I'm five three, should I be, you know, doing that? But Ali, that's them. But like, still, I think it's just you know, belief systems is is gonna be huge in any of that type of stuff. Yeah, yeah. I think big too. It takes maturity and like a sense to believe in yourself. Yeah, you know, and that it's almost like talked about. Yeah, it's like the, the same lines of like, if you don't believe it yourself, how can you expect anyone else to? You know. Yeah. So like, mm. for, for a while with Rise Grind Repeat, like I felt I was, I mean, probably for a solid year. And even at times now, still, like I feel like I preach it, but sometimes I don't feel like <laughs> I'm living it. And it makes me feel almost like hypocritical. But then, you know, I just take it back to where, like, you know, at least I'm like self aware of this. I can still get to this place of living it. Um, and I'm also just transparent with people, you know, like I don't have a problem saying it right now. Like, I'm not, I'm not always living it where like, I feel once I do and it's just like solid and it's running and I'm living it day in, day out. That's when I think this shit's going to the moon like, mm, and it will sad. really take off pretty because sad. it's just a matter of me reaching that, that potential, finding that belief um, every day. Cause I just feel like it's still patchy. It's like three weeks on week off uh, getting hit with adversity um, and just trying to navigate through that. So I think it's just a matter of me, like, like we're saying, getting the practice in um, and just finding like what's, what's best for me. So let's touch on Absolutely that. Absolutely big that, time on that. On that last aspect, repeat, repeat the process. So like what's some of the, um, anything you do to get back on the horse, to try to stay consistent, any rituals, any, you know, game you could get a people and just like the repeat. I know we talked about the rise, talked yeah. about the grind. Yeah, I, wanna, I guess I'll talk about even <clears> that's <throat> like the biggest part of, I guess, my my brand of what I wanted to bring in, honestly. Um, so there was like a good two years I was seeing everywhere, rise and grind. Um, that was being marketed. And yeah. I was like, it's on Snapchat stories as a filter. You know, you can <laughs> yeah. swipe over and add that to your posts and everyone's posting it. And then even I, you know, I am sometimes, but I'm like, what is like the value behind that? You know, I can rise and grind once a week, but like, I'm not going to see results, mm-hmm. you know? And so like, what to me, I was like, rise, grind, repeat. And I was like the RGR and like that, like almost symmetry of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then like the, the infinite of it, like the circle and our, and our logo, yeah. you know, like that always going, repeat, repeat. And I was like, you know, everything I've done in sports, it's honestly taught me like, you know, reps, that's big. You need to do reps to see results. So I was like, just tying all that into one and was like, this is, this is like something that solidified rise, grind, repeat, you know, you got to do this day in, day out. Um, so that's why I attached that to it. And it was just like, that was the biggest part for me was once I did start to like, repeat that process day in and day out I saw results and then those results you know brought me self-belief happiness uh relate like better relationships new new friendships new relationships um so just like really putting in those reps I was just seeing like 
it's finally seeing results instead of like, damn, why am I losing weight? It's like, bro, you ain't in the gym once mm. a week. Like you got to go every day, not every day, but like your routine, you know, mm. finding your routine and just like sticking to it every day. Um, so I think a big thing is I mean, to go back to self-awareness, you know, being aware of when you're feeling in that funk, man. And like, yeah. I just catch it now. Like it's just become like such a mental practice where like, yeah. I know I'm off track and like, yeah. I'll even sit there for two days telling myself like, yeah, I'm off track. Yeah. Like stuff ain't right right now. And then it finally, it's just like, I wake up one day and it's like, oh, I, I got to get this done. Yeah. That's a superpower. <laughs> That's the theme. <laughs> That's the theme. Right yeah. There. I mean, it's, it's, I'm not perfect, bro. Like, no, I don't bizarre. Like, so like I don't I don't have like this is my recipe, you know. Yeah. Everyone likes different tastes. Not not everyone likes mm. um, you know, not everyone likes this mentality even. Some people think it's like a way to burn out uh, um, doing rice right. grind repeat. So like I think that was a great way I put it, you know. This is my recipe. If you don't like the taste of it, like go try a different meal. <laughs> yes, sir. Mm. Yes, sir. Mm. I rock with it. I rock with it. Well, yeah, we coming up on about an hour, but before we go, we got our last segment. Um, this segment right here is called the five and five. So we got five questions for you. Okay. Five questions. Like uh, about five minutes to go. Um, so, you know, it's kind of rapid fire. Get through them as quick as we can. So let's hop let's straight into it. it. Let's go. So <clears throat> question number one, what would you say is the most important? Health wealth or relationships and why relationships okay i mean that, that personally that's me um why i'm big on you know product of your environment i'm personally someone i don't like i don't like i gotta get better at my own time i don't like to be alone so i really value the people i'm around um i, I just see the value in everyone you know i really like this guy's good at that you know like not to like say I'm going to use him, but it's like, why don't we all help each other out? You're good at this. You're good at this. You know, so I really value my relationships. Um, big. I always have. Okay. Mm. And if you could talk to one person for an hour, who would it be and why? Anyone, huh? Anyone. Ooh. Low key right now is Russ. Okay. The, the rapper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm big on him a is music but then also just like his whole mentality of do it yourself you know um and and really like him honing into like you even talked about this i'm not trying to sound cocky or arrogant and he talks about that all the time he's like i come off that way but it's my confidence mm. um so i'd really like i don't know i think it'd be dope to talk to him more on his mindset um his entrepreneurship where he's doing like the dude's mad diverse and owning all his music and then taking that money and not just blowing it on cars, cash, or cars, strip clubs, you know, and just like jewelry. Yeah. Um, full owns apartment complexes, uh, real estate, dope. like a bunch of dope stuff. Where like I look at, I look at him more than just an artist, I guess. Yeah. Mm. You you read his book, getting out of your own. Way. Oh yeah, bro! I got tattoos. Okay. I got his album cover right here. I got oh, yeah, six of his crazy. singles tattooed on me. We, we're manifesting it right here on the Prosper Performance Podcast, man. You're going to be wrestling yeah. back. <laughs> it's going to happen. All right, one word for the key to success. One word for a key to success? Yes, one word. Mm. <laughs> Repetition. Mm. 
<laughs> Patricia, I love, I love that one. <laughs> All right, what do you think is your one superpower? If you have one superpower that you was born with, what do you think that is? Um, I'd say creating relationships. Mm. Mm, okay. Yeah, I'm big in networking. I've ran with that. That's dope. That's dope. All right, last question. We got like 30 seconds left. What does prosperity mean to you? Ooh. Damn, I even got Russ's song Prosper. Okay. Album cover right there. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, I think it's just like being your most authentic self. Um, I could say rising to the occasion, bro. Grinding through the work and repeating the process, <laughs> oh, man. Yes, sir. Like, not even. That's a, it's, <laughs> Big plan. It, it sounds so like. <laughs> I didn't want to say it, but it was just like that's most authentic. Like, yeah. no, that's real. That's real. Yeah, that's real. Yeah. And that's real. And that's a wrap for the five and five, uh, Brevin. I appreciate you for coming on the podcast. Um, any, true, any, any last words you got for the for the viewers? Any value? Any game? Any last things you want to let the people know? Um, socials. Yeah, yeah, I got that too. Um, but definitely. Now, I, I hope everyone is grinding. Um, stuff's been weird right now with COVID, um, and everyone's kind of transitioning back into uh, normalcy um, and getting to taste that again. It's nice, but I just hope everyone's staying busy, staying on their grind. Um, reach out to anyone, any of us for connections. Um, I'd love to always talk to people, uh, get to meet new people, uh, hear, hear other people out. That's big, too. Love to listen big on listening mm. i think it's just as important as talking um and yeah hope everyone is grinding staying active eating right and just keep chugging <laughs> yeah that's yeah and then also i guess plug the socials um my yeah. app on instagram is at brevin fields my name um if you want to check out rise grinder pete that's at rise grinder pete one it's a number one. Our logo is a gear. The gear's grinding. Um, yeah, I mean, tap into us. I got YouTube. I got a podcast as well. So I'll talk about that one, get you on that. Mm-hmm. You and Gabe, that'd be big. Do a little episode on each other's podcasts. But that's about it, man. Yes, sir. Appreciate all the love. Gabe, you got any last game? Any wisdom to get a, get a, get a team? No, I just, I just think for the audience, like this was a very good one to listen to. Um, not even for just what you and I had to say. I just, when I had lunch with this dude last week, man, I, I knew this would be, this would be a fit. This would be a good fit. And like, I just think that his positivity and his energy is very, very contagious. And I think that it comes, it, he delivers it in a form of like, it's not intimidating. You know, it's very, it seems very easy and friendly. I think that that's like the number one way to communicate to the most people. So I think that for anyone who's listening, like really pay attention and really tap in with what he was saying, because like it, he delivers it clearly. It's easy. And um, just, it just makes it a lot easier for people to understand and get with, you know, like mm-hmm. it's just, it's easy. You know, that's the easiest way I can say it. Yeah. So, I was always someone who couldn't understand the complexity you know, I wasn't, someone who even like to hear big words i'm like what the hell does that mean i can't say what you mean so like i just try to like 
all the stuff I take in, I try to put it out with a voice that like I know I would understand if I was on the other side. Mm-hmm. And you do a good job, bro. Like you're definitely you're definitely going places with that. Like simplicity is the key. So yep. There you have it. Definitely. Well, appreciate y'all for tuning in. Catch y'all next EP. Until then, know yourself, grow yourself. Catch y'all on the next one. Peace. Peace.